Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly. Along with James Smith, I'm Lyle Stokes. James, we're going to have a great time tonight. Mike Chavez is going to join us here in just a second. Um, is there anything, updates, anything new you want to go over before we get into it? Um, no, sure don't. I'm just what? looking forward to, I thought Mike might be in the kitchen for us, making us hungry the whole time well, while we sat here talking to him. I got some messages on Facebook, people talking about being hungry. I said, damn, I wish I'd had old Mike fix us up a big old meal. Of course, it would have been hard for me to get any of it, but it had been, yeah. had that smell-o-vision going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, we got a bunch of great people in chat tonight. James, we got Betty and uh, Betty Jean and Brandon and One Ton, Paula Smith. Muskrat, uh, Catfish and Crappie Mark, Mike Irwin, uh, let's see who else, Catfishing with the Chad, LG Bass, Mike's Outdoors Adventures, Fishing with the Squirrel, Muskrat Adventures, uh, Stephen Lindsay. Mr. James Dockery's in here. Who's that? Mr. James Dockery's in here, don't down in there. Got all kind of good people outside with the haze, skin and scale. Yep, we got a we got a really good group. Uh, hey, there's Dexter. Yep, we got a we got a really good group. Uh, uh Mike, you might need to, or is that you, Lyle? Hey, we got an echo. JP three. There we go. Uh, yeah, there's people. Dexter Mo Creek. Uh, Richard Ward, Chesapeake Bay Catfishing, Brandon, Paula Smith, Phoenix, David Marvin, Catfish Pappy, and guys and gals, when you're out there at the boat ramps, make sure you keep your eyes out. David Martin got the windows knocked out of his freaking truck yeah, the other night at Southport Boat Landing. That, yeah. ain't, that just ain't good. <laughs> I see that... <laughs> My buddy James has found my my little James Dockery emblem in the top of it. He sent me something in private chat, so I I'm, I'm surprised he done it privately. I figured he'd throw it up here in chat. There's Sonny Parker. Sonny, I hope that you're getting doing well after your surgery. Um, it, it's you know, uh, we know you're struggling with that a little bit. Well, Dexter, it's great to have you in here. We're, it's always a pleasure when when you show up. There's the one-ton catfish guys, Brandon Enix. Uh, I want to thank everybody for the thoughts and prayers for my brother. Mike's Outdoor Adventures, thank you so much. We appreciate that. It helps so much. We're paying for some of the stuff that we do to, to make this uh, uh, channel go. But uh, my brother Mark... Uh, was supposed to get out of the hospital today. It wasn't but about a week ago when I was telling everybody about that, that we wasn't sure he was going to make. And um, people can say what they <clears throat> what they want about thoughts and prayers, but I'm convinced that they make a world of difference. And I know um, there's a lot of a lot of people that uh, will agree and some that won't agree. <laughs> Uh, oh, James, <laughs> James Dockery. But I'm convinced that they will. They yeah. make a world of difference. And Mark was supposed to leave and go home this afternoon. And and uh, means a world to me that you guys uh, put the effort out to do that. And and uh, you know that 
whenever a family member of any of our catfishing community folks are struggling or having hard times, that James and I and all the rest of the people that's in chat uh, will stand there with you and help you any way we can. We're family. And I've told a number of people that uh, some recently and some long time ago, but we're all family. We're the catfishing family and we got to stick together. And uh, this just, just tells me how great it is to, to be a part of a community that cares enough to, to have thoughts and prayers for one another. And, and I want to thank you guys for all that. I got a better, really nice, a really nice <laughs> picture from my buddy, James. <laughs> I wish I could share it with you, but I better not. <laughs> James, we got Mike Chavez in here and he catches catfish and uh, one of the most impressive things that he does is out there where he lives, he gets to run those those gill nets to catch bait. And man, every time I see it on a video, it, it just tears me up because I can't do that. And he gets some giant shed, catches nice catfish, and then he goes home and cooks up some of the mouth water and the stuff that I ever seen on video. Mike, welcome to Catfish Weekly. Hey, y'all. How you doing? Good to be here. It's great. You know, this is a, I, we had talked about this before the show, but you was on Catfish Weekly one time before, and then we done an interview with you at the Catfish Conference, but it's been a while, man, and it's great to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. James, good to see you too. Yes, Ryan, sir. Everybody. At midday, we shake hands. Yes, sir. One day. You go, you, uh, I don't know about what's going to be happening with the old Catfish Conference this year, but uh, I'm hoping to be there. Yeah, I made it last year, but I don't think you was there last year. But this year, yeah, this year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we're always glad to have you on here, and and I know James has been thinking all week about questions to ask you. So, James, why don't you take off and let's find out what we can information we can pass along from Mike about where he fishes uh, for help people catch more fish. Yeah, we will, and. uh, Mike, I mean, I guess the, I'll get you get through some of the basic questions pretty quick on here. Then I'll really pick your brain. But if you don't mind, tell everybody kind of what you fish out of, your gear and stuff like that. Go over some of the basic stuff, and then we'll start getting into a little bit more of a brain picking. Well, I have a – I'm just fishing out of a Bass Tracker 175. So about six years ago, I hadn't fished in a long time, but I've been fishing all my life. I mean, you know, my dad took me fishing when I was little, and I always, I always fished. I mean, anyway, uh, I, I ended up buying this bass tracker thinking I was going to go bass fishing right out there. So we go <laughs> up on the river, we was bass fishing for six months, and then a buddy of mine, I'd caught a few catfish up on the Chickahominy River, which is actually a, a tributary of the James River here in uh, southeastern Virginia. And uh, so anyway, buddy of mine, he said, come on, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to show you something up on that river, right? He said, get you some chicken breast. I mean, this was six years ago. I know chicken's a big deal right now. But anyway, I didn't know any better, you know. I, so we got some. We went up in there, and we, I think we caught 65 catfish that day. And I, and it was all over for me after that. I was like, righty then. So I started going out there, started watching Steve Douglas videos, matter of fact, and uh, couldn't figure out how to get them shad. Couldn't figure out how to get them shad. So one day I'm out, me and my son are out on the James River. We rode, ran after, ran up the river, 
and there was a boat anchored up in this cove in this little uh, uh, creek in the mouth of a creek. And the, the feller seen us throwing our gill net or a cast net. We had a cast net then and hollered at us. Y'all need some, some bait. We're like, sure. You know, so we pulled up there and the guy looked at my, uh, he saw my, my fishing rods in the back and he said, Hey, that's my fishing pole there. I said, what are you talking about? He said, that big cat fever rod. He said, I'm Caleb Page. I'm like, what? Don't get out of here. So he gave us a bunch of shad anyway. Long story short, we went back around the corner in about 35 feet of water anchored down, and I caught my first 55-pound blue cat that day. I'll tell you what, it's been it's been it's been all over since then. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I don't I don't know any other fish now. I'm I'm done with I mean, I love to eat crappie. Crappie's one of my favorite fish to eat. I eat catfish though too sometimes if I have to. I mean if I have to, I, I shouldn't say that. But I love them. I love to fish, period. I'll tell you what. Anyway. Yes, sir. I'm rambling on, rambling on. <laughs> what else you got, James? <laughs> hey, that's all right. Them stories like that, I like I like them stories because yeah. they do lead into a little bit more questions and information. Uh, so he was up there fishing at the mouth of the creek, right? Yeah. When you go out and look for places in the, in the rivers, because mainly you fish rivers, that's what we discussed a little bit before the show. And what makes you choose certain spots when you're going up that river? You say, well, I'm going to fish mouth of the creeks today, or I'm going to fish river hunts, or I'm going to fish this. What helps you make certain decisions as to where you're going to set up? Because you told me you'd rather anchor fish than anything. Well, yeah. The, the, now, these rivers are all tidal. So the uh, I'll find step-down drop-offs mainly. Or I'll find we got a flat now out in the out in the Chickahominy James River. There's a lot of mussel beds or uh, clam beds, and if you can figure out where that dang gum clam bed is or the mussel beds, that's that's one of their main food food sources down there. And also, um, now you're speaking of that, I got this here uh, Navionics app. <coughs> I found I don't know if you can see this. Let me see if I can if I can. Uh, I found some spots like this. Let me see if I can hold that up. There. I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that? Or is it all it's trying to come in. It's whitening it out. There you go. Yeah, we got it. All these, these steep. Wait a minute. Where are we at? I got some steep drops. That's right on the Chickahominy River. They got some steep drops with some cuts. With some right. cut ends. And this one here, this goes down. This goes from like, <laughs> let me see here if I can figure this out. I'm still, I'm still getting used to this app from 14 feet all the way down to 34 feet. So I'll, I'll anchor up on that drop off on the, on the shallow area and then just fan cast. I'll cast up in the shallow and, and just start casting down that drop off. And that seems to do pretty well. And then, but then again, I know some spots that are just 25 feet deep and they're kind of flats. There's no real heavy drop offs and them fish are in there. It just, it's crazy. I mean, it's, Sometimes it's hit and miss. Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta uh, roll them dice, and it, and it works out nice for you. Yeah, it's you know I've heard people say, well, you know we uh we know exactly how to go out and exactly how to catch them catfish, but I think I have to agree with Mister Melhorn on one thing: is that luck does play a lot into catching catfish. Well, them fellas like that, they need to come fishing with me and show me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying because, i mean you know you think that flat what do you think that flat's holding a muscle bed yeah the reason yeah. it's producing it's muscle bed yes absolutely because I, I get all my i get all my shad up in the creek right 
Now I catch some nice shad up in that creek too. I mean, nice catfish up in that creek too, where I where I catch my shad. That's usually my last stop of the night before we leave. Last couple hours, right? We'll throw lines. We've caught several forty pounders out of that creek. So, see, I like fishing them creeks and and little old cut ends like that. That yeah. to me, that's out of the current. That gives them a current break. That's right. A, now. So when you out there fan casting, what rig do you normally set up? Just like a Santee rig, a Carolina yeah, rig? Yeah. I use Santee rig. Um, I use like a, with a, a saltwater folks right here called a fish finder rig, but everybody uses it. Got the sinker slide, you yeah. know, and I use, I like that sinker slide because I can change my weights. Because out on right. that, uh, when that current gets moving, when the, the tide gets moving, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put up to eight, eight ounces of weight. I got 12 ounces. I, I don't usually go any more than 12. I fish with medium heavy big cat fever rods mainly. I got a few uh, of the medium action, but um, and then I'll come down with my leader. And I, I really like to use uh, the demon dragons a lot. I got, right. uh, I got I got tight with Captain Scott there for a long time, and and uh, he sent me a bunch. And I bought. I mean, I I usually have demon dragons in all my lines, and uh, and then I'll use depending on what bait I'm using, depending on what hook I put on there. I know. Um, Oh geez, what's his name? I got these these Daiichi hooks. Um, turned me on to oh Chris Otters uses them. Uh, oh yeah, Nate uh, Red Daiichis. Yeah, those are nice. I like these for the smaller bait. So if I if I downsize, but then I got some uh, some some big them big beefy hooks. I'll put when I put a big old hunk of that gizzard shad on there because them gizzard shad we catch out there are monsters. I mean they're you know pound pound and a half shad sometimes. So they're big. Oh yeah. Uh, somebody wanted me to ask you about buoy hopping. Buoy hopping. <laughs> There's lots of marker buoys out on that. We did. I go fishing with a friend of mine, uh, Brian Bean. Uh, he he recently, him and his dad and Captain Jim won the uh, King of the James Catfish Tournament here recently. And uh, he's he's actually a handicap feller. He's paraplegic. He's in a wheelchair. I got a few videos with, with him in it. And he gets on that pontoon boat of his, and he just moves around. He don't let it bother him. This guy, he's something. But we'll go from buoy to buoy because that where the buoy is, that's where your channel, the deep part of the channel is. So you come up to the side and then anchor up. And then once again, I like to fan cast from shallow down to deep. Right. And so we'll go to that buoy. And if nothing's happening there, we'll go on down to the next buoy. And they're just the green channel marker buoys is what I'm talking about there. So we'll hop buoy to buoy. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. That's effective sometimes, yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's different techniques that you got to try. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, where you're talking about in a lot of that parts of that river, there's no really what you call structure as far as wood and stuff. I imagine that's because of the current. But that buoy himself is structure, really. Okay, okay. I mean, you, you take, well... I've seen it in a fish aquarium, set up a fish aquarium and put a piece of tape over here on the side of the fish aquarium. It won't be long and all them fish are going to be right here by that piece of tape. Right, right. Just just something out of the ordinary might be what the draw is. I mean, I don't know why they do that, uh, but it seems to work. Plus, that's a technique you've done figured out. Yeah. I mean, we don't see a lot a lot on the bottom on the on the fish finder. The, the bottom's usually pretty clear when you're looking down the fish finder, but them fish, but of course, like any other body of water, they, they, they like to, to hang out 
on the drop-offs, you know, on that change of depth. They love it. I mean, they're, they're, they'll stack up in there and you just got to sometimes, sometimes you got to throw it in your face. And I mean, you know, but then again, it just depends. I, I'm a wintertime fisherman. I fish cold water. There you uh, go. Like right now, we was out this past Saturday and I believe the water temperature was 46 on the Chickahominy. Well, it's dropping uh, hard, ain't it? Yeah, but that's good. I like that. Yeah. My, uh, uh, that big 85 pounder, it was, it was like that. I mean, you don't catch sunny, a fish, but they're bigger. Sonny Parker said some of the most obvious places to catch fish, people pass right up. They drive right on by. That's why I like that Navy Onyx app. That Navy Onyx app is really, I found some places I never would have thought of. You know, right. that Navy Onyx. I've been here at home and opened that Navy Onyx app up and just started looking through and find those deep drops and the drops where they cut. You know that those are nice places. Those are good places. Absolutely. You know what you got, Lyle? Well, I gotta tell you, I I I've been getting some messages uh, <laughs> uh, about my uh, image of Mister Dockery up there. But you know what? I love that guy. Him and I are great friends, and um, the images that he sent, I can't share with anyone. That's oh, okay. No. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> we're having a great time with that but i got a message uh and, and james you know i got a new phone so i'm having to switch all my contact information over but it was from one of the one of the great guys that, that support our channel uh junior proctor and before the end of the show uh we're going to give away a set of juniors planer boards awesome Dang, right. stick around when it gets close to the end, we're going to give away a set of these Junior Proctor uh, Blue Dog Fish and Planer boards. I've got a set. James got a set. They're outstanding products. Junior's got a lot of other stuff, so be sure to go over and check him out. But we're going to give away a set of those tonight before we end the show. And, Mike, he's the only person I know that will pull eight planer boards. Oh, my. Four on each side. That, that rascal will fish with 15 freaking – not 15, I'm just literally just saying. That rascal will fish with four planter boards on each side. Oh, I yeah. thought, nah, I'd look like a daggum cast net. Time I got through. Okay, <laughs> he's got it figured out, though. I mean, he really does. Yeah, he, he does. He not up much at all. So I can't uh, wait to get on the boat with him. Oh, yeah. I, you know, if we get to – we get to come out there. I got to make a point to spend a day with Junior and his grandson on the boat. I, I think we'd have a blast, but I'm going to be doing that with a whole bunch of people. So we're not going to be done, uh, you know, in two or three days. We're going to be out there for a little bit. Hey, Mike, you plan, you had to plan a trip to come down here in April the 18th when I hold my tournament down here. Uh, Lyle and I hopefully get, can get out here and going to be quite a few people. We're going to meet up, not just YouTubers, but fishermen all together. It's going to be a big turnout. Lake Wally produces some good fish. Uh, so just uh, write that down on your calendar for April 18th. That's if the COVID don't shut us out. It shut us out. Yeah, this I year. know. That, but, that, uh, that Rona, that Rona is hurting everybody. Yeah, right. It's got now, we got the shot out. It's just the beginning of the end, I'm hoping. There you go. Yeah. There you go. The shot is uh, out there. That's right. Uh, question for you. Now, you told me that the Chickahominy, whatever, you, however you say that, comes into the James right there. Yes, sir. Now, is that a place that you fish where those two rivers come together? Yes. That, that, that spot I was showing you on, on my Navy Onyx is right there at the mouth. 
Uh, the James River, right where it dumps into the James River right there. So that is actually about 35, 40 miles south of Richmond, Virginia, is where the where the Chickahominy is. But it's okay. uh, the Chickahominy is a, a heck of a river. And I'm in my small bass tracker, so the what it's got to be the weather's got to be right for me to go up the James in my boat. I mean, you know, right. really, I, I've done it several times, but uh, it's been, it's been a little shaky coming back once or twice, you know what I mean? Right. You know, well, seat of the pants boat riding there sometimes. The reason I asked you that is cause you know, the Chickahominy coming in here too. So I take it that Chickahominy is actually the smaller of the two rivers. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So, and usually your smaller rivers will dump a lot of good nutrients and stuff into the waters. Do you ever fish downstream of that area? Not really. I mean, there's plenty of catfish that downstream of there is Jamestown and Surrey Nuclear Power Plant. And they catch plenty of catfish down there, but uh, they don't usually catch the 50-pound-plus fish down that way. Well, when I'm saying downstream, I'm talking less than a half a mile downstream. Not really. If I if I go out in the James, I'm going upstream. Okay. Normally, I haven't really tried that. No. The only reason I'm asking is because if you notice, if you go back and look at uh, mm -hmm. Google Earth, I use Google Earth a lot. Right. And you can go back through the timeline on Google Earth and look at flooding times. During those heavy rain times and stuff like that, you will see a lot of that mud water coming into the James, where the James might be carrying clear water. Right. And you'll see that muddy water coming in. Well, those details can, though that mud line can give you a lot of details as the current runs into the James as some back eddies and stuff like that. They might be some pockets right there where those two currents come together because you got two flooding waters. True. Right. Yep, two flooding waters coming in. There's going to be scar holes formed. There's going to be pockets that get formed. There's going to be debris that gets laid over in those eddies. When you're talking about chasing those flatheads, that might be spots that you need to look at. And I'm just making a suggestion. I might be totally wrong. I'm a late fisherman. I'm, I'm not a real fisherman. I don't know it all for sure. I don't know half of it all. <laughs> well, see, I, I'm a late fisherman, but okay. I'm also a gold miner. And I look at spots like that, that is where debris gets laid down. That's where gold miners look for those back eddies where gold gets laid down. So to me, a flathead man, like you said, you love catching those flatheads, that's going to be debris. Okay. That's going to be where your trees stop. That's where your daggum log jams are going to form underneath the water because nothing can get there and wash it out. I mean, right. think about it. I'm trying to get my hands in front of the camera. Main current coming here. This current coming here. Well, this is going to be pushing on that current. You got a form right here of an eddy. I got so you. anything right down, say a half a mile, is going to become a debris field. Now with these rivers, though, the only the only problem with it now on a, on a regular river that 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 applies. But on these rivers, your current flows both ways. Oh, I forgot tidal, you. We're talking, tidal 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 tidal. Tidal. we're talking about tidal rivers here. So when the yeah. tide's coming in, that that flow's going upstream, hard. Yeah. And then when it's when the tide's going out, the flow's going the other way. So the, these rivers are just—I mean, it's—they uh, can be tricky, tricky. That's why you were saying there's not much. There's not much logs and stuff like that in there because it's scoured out from the current going both ways. 
No, I didn't even think about that. Time, then, yeah, I can see what you're, you know. Yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah. I'll let that slip right over my head. That's fine. But you can ask, like, um, uh, Stan Smith, he fishes up, up way upstream on the James River. I think they catch flatheads up there. I'll tell you the truth, y'all. I've never caught a flathead in my life. I've really? never seen one in real life. Really? YouTube. Yes, really. But I've caught many, many cat, uh, blue cat, over 50, 30, 50, 60, 85 is our, my boat's person. I can't say it's my personal best, but that's my boat. And that was, I mean, I, I'm still, I still, I, I still shake when I think about that fish. That, that that bad boy, his head was it was this big around. I mean, he was like, oh my goodness! And now it's something I've seen in my life. Was that was in your boat. That could have been your fish. Hey, I, hey, that's my boat's personal best. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Somebody there you go. <laughs> Eighty-five pounds. <laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. No, I mean it's all good though. We, I had a guy from work. He'd been bugging me forever to take him fishing, and uh, he ain't never catfished. I mean he fished out in the ocean and whatnot but uh so we went out put the gill net out caught some bait i went up to my spot anchored up you know i cut the bait up put it on the hook casted the lines out put them in the rod holders and i told him all right if that rod goes down now you reach over there crank that handle because i use the circle hooks and get it out of the rod holder and lean back and start and start fighting <clears throat> so it wasn't it wasn't 10 minutes i got a video it's called monsters on the chickahominy and he brought the, about 50 pounder in so we throw that sucker back out there, and it wasn't another twenty minutes, and, and he hooked that eighty-five. I mean, I was I was ecstatic. I was so happy. We brought that thing in, man. We were jumping up and down. I was ready to. Oh my goodness gracious! That, that was really really fun. That was real. Yeah, fun. Did the two fish come off the same side of the boat? Yes. As a matter of fact, uh, they were on the. Let me let me think a minute. On the right on the on the right side, right of the rod holders. So I got six rod holders on the back, so they were on the 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 left three or yeah he did they did come off the same side for sure you ever notice that some days out there that the same or sometimes it's the same freaking rod i know i know yes i know and it's amazing but i think some people don't really pay attention to where that rod is landed it i i don't know you know homework 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 knowledge is knowledge is key to yeah. a lot it's getting out there and doing it. I mean, if you know, that's that was that's my problem. I see. I work um, at, the, at the shipyard, Newport News Shipbuilding, and we overhaul the aircraft carriers. And uh, I hear I, you. We, we actually refuel the reactors. And when we're in the middle of that, I don't get no time off. So right. here, here, a couple years ago, two summers ago, I didn't put no videos out because I was working all the time. So finally, I said, well, shoot, I like to cook as much as I like to fish. So I started putting cooking videos out. And, they, I, you know, because I couldn't fish, so, but I had a couple of days off every month. So I, I started cooking, you know, put, going out there and grilling up stuff and throwing it out there. Because I love to cook, but I love to eat, of course, you know. <laughs> mama, mama taught me, you know, I, I used to watch Mama in the kitchen, man. I'm, I'm, I always said, now, you know, I, I'm not trying to brag, but I'm the best cook I know. I, I mean, hands down. I, you know, I'm sure there's better cooks than me, but I ain't found them yet. <laughs> <laughs> Dieter said we need to let Lyle talk a little bit. He's looking lonely over there. Yeah. 
<laughs> what do you got, what do you got brother? <laughs> Mike, I got a question from chat from Junior Proctor. Wants to know what your favorite bait is. Shad. Yeah, I thought Shad. I was pretty sure that would be. And 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 like I said at the beginning of the show, it looks awesome when you guys go out there and you're able to catch them with them gill nets because we're not allowed to do that. And I don't see you catching any of them little baby shads. No. You catch big shad. Well, I got I got big big mesh on that gill net. So, you know, never all the little ones pass on through. Except you see that crappie on that last, that big old crappie we got? Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the little ones go right through the, right through that mesh now. Yeah, I that's the way it should be. That. I'm sorry. What? Great big giant shed. And, and uh, now, awesome. time of year, we don't catch many. I mean, we might need to drop the net three or four times to get a do half a dozen, but that's all you need, you know. Um, Kentucky Catman Outdoor Adventure says, Tell Mike Chavez he's met me before. Best cook. Uh oh, I have I <laughs> met you? Do I, do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I love this little gizzard shed in the wintertime. I don't think you guys have skipjack out there. No, sir. Where you're at. no, no skipjack here. Uh, gizzard shed in the wintertime for us is, is the mainstay. Uh, except on the lake, and then on the lake we use them year-round, but uh, on the rivers and stuff, the skipjack and moon eye and stuff like that is a better choice it, uh, than, than shed uh, yeah. during the summer. But in the wintertime, man, that, there's nothing better than a big old shed. They just, yeah. They're just the greatest. Yeah, we don't have those moon eyes either. I've, I've, seen, them, I've seen them on YouTube, but that, that's far, uh, you know, a, a moon eye. I've seen them on YouTube. That truthfully, if you, if there's a shad out here that you can catch on a jig, you can't keep it. It's illegal. Like they have um, during the, during the springtime, the blueback herring and the American shad run, and you can catch them on a jig, but it's illegal. You can't have that in the boat. If the man catches you with one of them fish with a with a herring, no sir. It's a more as a uh, moratorium. You cannot possess at all. I don't understand that, but I guess it, laws are laws. It's yeah, it's because the depletion of them. The commercial fishermen, you know, they're out there in the ocean in them giant ships with the with a mile long net, you know, scooping them up like crazy. So yeah, they blame, it, they blame it on the sports fishermen, you know. Yeah, I can understand that. That's too yeah. bad. Um, the hickory shad get big too. Oh, hick, that's why I can't. Well, hickory shad, well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if I throw a cast net, which I don't do much, I'm, I'm, I got a I got a bad wing over here. This wing's broke over here, like not quite like Lyle's, but I got a broken. Wing. I can't throw no cast net. You know? well, mine's getting better, dude. I mean, it's it good. really is. Yeah, I need to go see that. I need to go see the wing doctor myself. Yes, here. you do. I do. I, do. I admit it. I'm bad. Justin Fishing Fetish said, uh, "Ask Mike if he guns down will he take him fishing on the Janes and then Ooh. feed him." Who wants to know? Justin fishing fetish. Justin, man, good guy. My, my buddy. Just, hey, yeah. Justin, come on down. I'll, I'll feed you. I'll, I'll feed you. Yeah. Take <laughs> <laughs> me to McDonald's, will you? <laughs> no, hell no, man. We'll put, we'll put a couple pork butts on. Put some ribs on. Put some chicken on. Shoot. I throw it in my pit bag. Hey, that, that's what chicken is for, right there. Is going on. Chicken is yes, I agree. Is for. <laughs> I'll cut that chicken in half and I'll hang them up in that pit barrel with some uh, with some applewood and some peach wood. I'll put some nice rub on there. Man, 
man. What you talking about? That's oh, we can't, we can't, we can't get him start talking about food. I'll be down there eating again when I get out of here. You know, we made it halfway through the show. We didn't talk about Mike's cooking videos, but dude, I, I get to watching them things, and I my mouth starts watering. I can't tell what it smells like. I can't tell what it tastes like, and then you go taste. Taste. You guys said oh, right. Yeah. right. That's really Russian. Taste. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, and that's, see, he was telling us about his gumbo. Yeah. Oh, I'll absolutely. be waiting on that video now. Yeah, no kidding. As soon as I get off, as soon as I get off here, I'm gonna edit that video. I made uh, that smoke that smoked turkey I made a while back. I, I vacuum sealed it and froze it, and I got me some Andouille sausage from the grocery store. Hey, got some gumbo. Is is, Kate, is uh is Creole in here tonight? Yeah, yeah he's in here. Creole made me some gumbo tonight, brother. Now, please don't judge me because I ain't Cajun, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but I do my best. It, it's I, I think it's a good gumbo, but I'll let you judge. You look Creole, and you give me some advice on how I can improve my gumbo. <laughs> well, I've got a I've got a question for you. What's that? Um. You know, two or three years ago, Cindy and I was down at uh, Winter Blues on Wheeler. And we showed up, and uh, uh, Jody Atkinson and his wife was down there, and and uh, Tim and his wife was down there. And they're all on the back porch of this big old um, cabin that, we, that they were staying at. Cindy and I was in a smaller one, and they was cooking up crawdads and had a crawdad bowl out there. I don't know if you've ever done that or not, but they had crawdads and shrimp and corn and potatoes. And my God, I oh, I never had. I've still got. I never ate it before, so I've got videos on my phone of this crazy woman down there teaching me how to to eat these crawdads. They had them spread out all over the newspaper on a table, and my God, that was some good stuff. I don't know if you've ever done that or not, but I drive a long way to have some of that. Oh man. I do that same. I, I do that same thing with shrimp. I do the Low Country Bowl. I'm sure James knows about Low Country Bowl. Yes, because that's where he's from. Mm -hmm. at South Carolina Low Country Bowls. Now I do those. Some I got a video Low Country Bowl video. See, fish and cook with Mike Chavez. Look it up. <laughs> I need to. We had we had such a good time down there. Luke Hinges and that whole crew was yeah. in there, and uh, their their place was jam packed. And I ate crawdads and corn and shrimp till I was sick. And then we had a few adult beverages, and I ate some more. You know, it, it was just as good after it cooled off as it was when it was hot. I tell you, that the truth. Is the, that's where the saying "finger licking good" should have come from. I ain't so never had no chicken that tasted as good as that stuff did. Ever. Yeah, I'm telling you the what, the only place where, the only place I ever see crawfish around here is a Chinese buffet, and I ain't eating them crawfish. I know. Uh, I think I'll pass on that. Don't eat the crawfish off a Chinese buffet, y'all. <laughs> and don't eat the mussels because they get them out of your local waters. I promise you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm at it then. No, no. no but uh, no, no. <laughs> what else can we pick your brain about, Mister Chavez? Oh. I know you got a little few tricks of the trade that you've learned over the years. Oh, yeah. That uh, that the gillnet thing. Uh, now, truth. Now you can only use gillnet in the tidal waters below the they call the fall line. So from Richmond down here and from the what would they call walker's dam on the chickahominy down is the only place you can use it. and you have to have a, a special uh gill net so it's a saltwater net actually 
It's a recreational gill net license. So, we, I mean, I couldn't use one, say, on Lake Gaston or in some of the smaller rivers or in any of the lakes. The only place we can use gill nets is on, is on the tidal river. And it's got to be, they say, below the fall line is what they call it. Okay. Where the uh, tide is no longer affecting the river. Gotcha. Can't use them there. But uh, I, learned, I learned about that daygum gill net now. I've seen videos, and I found a guy, and he sent me one. I bought it from him. And, man, I'll tell you what, the gill net, I know Lyle was talking about that earlier, how he wishes, I ain't, I ain't never lied. That thing is a, is a, is a grace from heaven. I mean, I oh, love yeah. that gill net. Now, I'll get guarantee once in a while, like you've seen that crappie I caught, I've caught a couple largemouth in it. We've caught a few gar, but, you know, we, we released them unarmed, so, you know, it's all Didn't good. you catch a catfish one time in there? You, you kept, oh, Lord, talk about, <laughs> talk about catfish in the gill net. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look, fish, uh, uh, is that any worse than a catfish in a cast net? A daggum gun get that gill net and then roll. Oh my god, I got I bought these little hooks just for that because yeah, I, I went fishing with a, a friend of mine, Richard. Um, um, we did a four day on the, on the James River one time and we put that gill net out. And there must have been 60 little catfish in that gill net. Oh, it, it, he spent an hour. Getting them freaking little catfish out of that net. Oh my goodness! I'll bet you don't want, you don't want no little bit of catfish in the gill net. No. Sonny Parker wants to know how big a gill net you use. My gill net's hundred feet long and six feet deep. Okay. And I've I, I've learned to anchor both ends. When I first started, I wouldn't anchor it, and we just you throw it out there, and then when it folds up, you go pull it in. But now I've I've learned to put anchors on both ends. That works a whole lot better. And then you can put that sucker down 30 feet deep. You just got to, you got, uh, I got buoys on both ends. You just got to have long enough ropes so your buoy don't sink. Because if your buoy sinks, <laughs> Kevin with Palmetto Cats would like to ask you about fishing with Luke Nichols for gar. Yes, Luke. There's a spot I know on, on the, it's not on the James River. It's on another creek called Upper Chip Oaks Creek. And Luke wanted to go gar fishing, and he contacted me. I got a picture here, but, man, we got out there, and I'd seen videos where you take a piece of a nylon rope and tie it to, like, a, a three-quarter jig head. And I took uh, – I got a video on it. You take a, a dental floss, wrap it, and put some super glue on there. And we threw them dang thing because what happens, if you throw that out there with that rope and you, you fluff the rope out, it'll get hung up in their teeth. Because a hook, it's hard to hook a gar. I know y'all, most people out there know, it's hard to hook a gar in the mouth. But if you put that rope on there that's all fluffed out, it'll hung up, hang up in your teeth, and, and you can catch them all day. But I, Luke and Tommy come down here. Let me see. I don't know if you can see this. I'll try to put this. Probably not. This is. It's all, let me see real quick. Dang it. Whiting out on yeah, you. Yeah, it's whiting out. But anyway, I got a picture there with old Luke, Luke and Tommy come down. And we caught some dang, we caught some dang uh, carp. Wait a minute, let's see. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Uh, there you go. 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 That's Luke. There you go. That's Luke behind yeah. me holding the carp. That's a long, long nose gar, yeah. ain't it? Long nose gar. Yes, sir. But yeah. we got there. There's a, there's a bend in the creek that's about 30 feet deep. And you get in there and you look in your fish finder, you'll swear, oh my God, look at all them fish. But they're all gar. And they're rolling on top of the water and jumping out of the water. And then we learned the hard way. I put my uh, gill net out there once years ago. And we had about four or five gar up in that. Gar, 
they're not as bad to get out of the out of the net as a catfish, but they they ain't no fun. And they got them damn they got them damn they got razors all uh, the whole length of their mouth, and they will cut you because Luke got cut that day that he went fishing with me. Yeah, Luke's a yeah. good old fella, man. I like Luke, man. He come down, him and Tommy. It's been a couple years ago, but we we had a good time. We was out there, just took some bass gear and casting them jigs and, and catching them gar. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. That rascal about seven foot tall, ain't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, but he's a nice guy. He's yeah, he is. Guy. He really he's is. Nice yes, sir. Absolutely. But now, I throwed that cast out of my one time and got into a mess of them little old tiny channels. Yes. Channels. Oh, yeah. Lord. I thought I thought about just let, throwing it back and letting them have the cotton picking yep. thing. That's something <laughs> I had so many little old prick holes in my hands trying to get them little son of a guns a hold of them. You can't. You you might as well just cut holes in your freaking net and just That's throw right. your net away. That's right. Hey guys, can uh, you give me two minutes? Can you give me one 30 seconds? Sure. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. I when he gets back, uh, I want to ask him. Paula Smith had a question here. I, yeah, I'm trying I to catch up. I'm trying to find it now. Oh, and what she wanted to know if he released the catfish and I know that he does, uh, yeah. unless they're harmed where he uh, can't, then he might not. But uh, I know in his last video he said he had one day and he was going to throw it in the cooler and take it home and make a sandwich out of it. Yeah, that that would do uh, wonders for me, but I, I'm pretty sure that you're supposed to return them. Uh, but yeah. I see, if one's dying or dead, there's no sense of wasting it. I, I don't uh -huh. care. It doesn't make uh -huh. any difference to me at all. Yeah, and I was going to ask him, you know, how much – there he is. Before we ask that question, I want to ask you one question, Mike. For Lyle's got another question from Paula. Okay. How much flack do you end up getting in your comments from using the gill nets? None. I've None. No, one's ever, no one's ever. I've never got a negative comment about my gill net. Good. I've good. I've seen negative comments on other videos about gill nets. Yeah, I have. Right. That's why I was never, asking you that. Huh? You know, if it's that's legal, why I was asking you. If it's legal, it's legal. Paul, yeah, exactly. you know if you return the catfish when they get in your cast net. Yeah, I return the cat. I re, you got to return all game fish. You, you're not allowed to keep any game fish. So where you're at in in Virginia, catfish yeah. or game fish. That's one of the things that that people don't understand. They all oh, we got to have regulations. We got to do this. Got to do that. If catfish is not a game fish in your state, you're never going to get the regulations you think you want until it right. is made a game fish. Once it's a game fish. It's a lot easier to get done, and if you don't if you don't push your people to make catfish a game fish, you're just wasting your time trying to get regulations put in effect right. because it is not ever going to happen. No. It's just no. not. Now the commercial guys will put big gill nets out in the James River for stripers. So are they a game fish? Yes, sir. The striped bass they come down. They're saltwater. These are saltwater. There's the difference. Yeah. Yeah, they go out. They go out in the ocean and come back up the rivers. But they put they put huge gill nets out there for the dang stripers. So. And if I could show you guys the messages I'm getting on Facebook. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 me out. I try not to harm any fish. The only fish I harm out of my gill nets is the shad, of course, you know. But. Well, you know, they're never going to be a game fish. It's like skipjack herring. They're never going to be a game fish, although if bass fishermen ever went to – one of the deals when we're down there to them warm water discharge catching bait and right. catching them them uh them skipjack, 
they quit bass fishing because them bass don't put up near the fight and aren't near as much fun to catch as them skip, skip jack. Yeah, I've seen plenty of videos. Anything that'll jump out of the water on a jig as high as your yep. head, I mean, and you catch them on a sabiki rig two, three, four, five, six at a time. They call them Tennessee tarpon, don't they? Oh yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're the most fun fish that I've ever caught. For I wish we had them here, but we we just don't have them here. There are no skipjack in Virginia. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. The Asian carp hadn't got up there either, had they? No, sir. Good. Good. I don't think yeah. they can get to you. There's no way to get to the Mississippi watershed, is there? For no, no. No, 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 no. They unless somebody brings them over there, you should never. Yeah. James River starts up in the mountains. Yeah, right. And then it comes yes. on down to here. So. Yeah. But, uh, well, that's yeah, good. Even, even the blue cat, the blue cat aren't native to here. They they brought them back in the in the early seventies. The Virginia Department of Game and Fish put the blue cat in the James River for the sportsmen. Right. They did the same thing in Maryland. I know Maryland's pitching to pitching the fit. They want them out of there. They're killing the crabs. They're killing the stripers. Kill all the blue cat fish you catch. Blah, blah, blah. Give me a break. Play that violin. You know, but you know, because Chunky, oh Elston, he man, he, he puts a hurting on them blue cat up there on, oh, on yeah. the stomach, you know. Mike Greenwell, you're right. There's there's nothing like skipjack fishing. I've watched yeah. videos. Oh, Mike gets out there and waylays them babies out there in the boat, and he gets tickled, but he just keeps putting them in the boat. You there know. You go. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. But you know the the, the, the our uh, our blue cat, their natural predation is the shad, right? And and, and the mussels. They, they I've had fish, the small ones. I've had some uh, eater size. And when I went and cleaned them, their butt, their their bellies were full of full of muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, them biggins out there, them biggins, especially right after spawn. I've caught them; they'd be so full of freaking muscles, you could just hear them rattling like bells in their belly. Right. And it seems like right after spawn, I guess they go load up just to get their belly back full again. <laughs> I think that's why chicken can be effective because it's a muscle. You know, it reminds them of a muscle meat. I guess. I, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but, makes sense. Yeah, big chicken. Jim with, Jim with Kentucky Catman Outdoors says he believes Kentucky's going to start regulating skipjack with 40 fish daily creel. I think that's not a bad idea, Jim. I know that's going to hurt some feelings down there, but but I really, uh, I'm not opposed to that uh, because there is a lot of over harvest throughout the United States on not just catfish, but other other kinds of fish too. So I think the creel limits are are a good thing. Uh, Kevin with Palmetto Cat says, Mike Chavez, Catfish Weekly Guest of the Year. I, Kevin, I, thank you, brother. Hell yeah, man. That makes <laughs> me awesome. That is, that's great, Kevin. I'm glad you're enjoying Mike being on the show. We're having a blast with him, so I hope everybody else is. We got 60 yeah. thumbs up. We got 84 people oh, in here. Awesome. We had 90 a while ago, over 90, so you guys hit that thumbs up. That's what keeps us getting these guests like this on our show. How many did I, uh, how many did I run off? None. Or <laughs> <laughs> you uh, LFT run off. Jason I, Ward said he ain't never seen no strawberry mussels. Strawberry? Yeah, well. well yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to be fishing with stuff that's natural to the waters that you fish, and I never have hey. thrown a cast net and got a chicken in one yet. Hey, look, whatever works. If they're going to bite on it, I don't care. Well, I'm going to use it. I don't care. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't that proud. I'm proud, but I'm proud American, but I, I ain't proud. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen guys use um, 
Slim Jims to catch bluegill on. Right. Well, Luke Nichols does that sometimes. Then maybe his videos are one, but there's yeah. two or three others out there too. But I mean, it'll work. Yes. But I just, you know, you know, I just don't believe anybody's catching giant fish on. I don't care what they the say. Big, the biggest catfish ever caught on chicken was 18 pounds. That's a that, I would say that's a giant on I, I was surprised. It surprised yeah. me. If I want to catch a whole bunch of eaters, chicken boy, is fine. It's like I mean, steak bait. Stink bait. Stink bait. What's that? Yeah. What's stink bait? You had to catch some old fish on. I don't know what you're talking about, Lyle. Yeah. I never heard of a stink bait. Nah. Well, yeah. if I was in a pond with a bunch of channel cat for for the boot for the big blues, though. Sonny Parker says he catches jerky to catch golden eye. I ain't sharing my beef jerky you with you. Why would you catch jerky on a fish? No, I, ain't, I ain't doing that. <laughs> golden, what's golden eye? I see that. I see that uh, that that uh, comment. What's gold eye? Gold eye, in my mind, is is roughly the same thing as uh, as um, moon eye. A moon, same thing. Okay, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Look, I yeah. see Kevin said he never seen shrimp in the lake either. Shrimps ain't no shrimps in that lake now. Well, we have uh, we have freshwater shrimp in ours. Yep. Well, we never got grass shrimp. But they're little teeny tiny things. Yeah, yeah. Now they'll cut the heck out of some crappie, little little grass shrimps. Ooh. Yeah. But anyway, I want to say I want to shout out a little bit. Maurice Kason, I see you up in there, my friend, my oh, brother yes. Maurice, and Kevin, of course. Dang oh, right, oh Maurice, man, we got tight. He sent me some hot sauce. Well, oh, Maurice made some hot sauce up. He sent to me, man. Old oh, Maurice is a good fella. Um, yeah, he is. He watches yeah. all the shows, and and he's a great patron to all of us. We all yeah. want to have him. He supports everybody, man. Maurice is uh, I met him at the Catfish Conference a couple years ago. He's a good fellow, him and his yeah, wife. I can't wait to shake hands with him yeah. one day because he's, he's yeah. a super nice guy. He is. He is. He, he is. He's nice as a person, too. Well, we got a bunch of them in, a uh, bunch of good folks in here. Oh, yeah. And there's, hey, there's a lot Bill Wrights. Bill Wrights. How you doing, Mark? Well, oh, yeah. Mark for a while. Mark hadn't been making any videos, and I've been missing them, too. Yes. He was doing good, too. Because he, uh, yeah, I like more. for a long time, he was he was struggling a little bit, and then he then he started clicking and started yep. catching some nice fish up there in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's right. And he yeah, went down right. and fished with uh, um, combat. combat they caught some great fish down there too. Yeah. Oh, he hadn't been out in a while. I seen him when he made his boat when he built his boat. He actually rebuilt that boat. Yeah, that was one of the first videos I've seen of him. Yeah, I watched yeah. I watched that series. He did a heck of a job. Now, Mark, uh, Mark's a heck of a handyman. Yeah, he yeah. did some furniture. I've seen a few of his videos. He, he does really – he's something. He's I like player. his videos. He's kind of laid back. Yeah. I, I like yeah. that style of video. I yeah. do. He just uh, – I like well, that I style of life. See when he caught his PB, he had – I forget what size it was, Mark, but it, that was a nice one. Sorry, I didn't step on you. No, no, no. You're you're doing hundred, buddy. Yeah, we just having fun and and visiting and uh, learning a little bit about your tricks of your trade. Any little detail? I had a show the other week. Of it was called Small Details, Mike. And a lot of times when you or anybody else, Lyle or whomever, starts doing their videos on how to or whatever. Sometimes I think we take for granted and go and forget to share some of the little bitty details that might make a difference in somebody's day. 
Can you think of any little details that you might have that you do that you might or might not share on some of your videos? Wow. That's not an easy question to answer, really. I mean, I I try to put everything out there that I do. I don't hide anything. I mean, (sighs) I'm not saying intentionally hide, but it's because we, we don't get so used to doing it that we might not share it with some, we expect other people to already know those well, little things. You gotta have, you gotta make sure your knots are good. You gotta make sure your line's good. You gotta make sure Lead. you ain't got no nicks in your leader. Now I'm a brave man. I mean, me I stir, oh, yeah. let me stir the pot here. Let me stir the pot here. Right. <laughs> I use 65. Look, I use 65 pound yellow cast King, bro. I've been using it for years because it's, it's inexpensive and it's good stuff. And then I'll use a uh, 50 pound uh, uh, Berkeley big, big game for my leaders. And uh, my hooks vary. I say, I'll, I'll use uh, those Gamagatsus that Chris Souders put out. I, I found the, I found a deal on those last year and got a whole bunch of them. But I'll use those for small bait. And then I got some of them big, big monster hooks. I can't remember the name of them. I think, uh, what's that thing with the, the fish with the glasses? I, anyway, <laughs> I can't, I'm just trying to think of the brand name of them. But anyway, those big, huge, uh, they're 10 they're knots, but they're they are beefy as can be. I'll, I'll put big hunks of, of uh, each hat on those. Where's my box? Wait a minute. Let me, get, let me get mine. Okay, hang on just a second, Mike. While you're getting that out, Paula Smith would like us to keep Ken's daughter in your in our pr- thoughts and prayers. I'm not sure what's going on there, but please keep that, that in mind, folks, when, when you're thinking about it. I think it was COVID. I think it was oh, okay. COVID. Yeah, we have. I have a bunch of friends and stuff right now that's got it. Just found out my neighbors down here, Chuck and Candy, both. They just now getting over COVID. These are good, healthy people. Yeah. But I also Sugar's terminal tackle. There you go. Yeah, is. these are uh, X XHDs. They're supposed to be really good. Wow. I tell you what, we caught we caught that eighty-five pounder on these hooks. Oh, I got some of the mad catters. I'd actually want off Catfish Weekly. That bad boy right there. Well, it, it'll bury. And it, That's and almost it, a kale hook, ain't it? It's kind of like, yeah. It's a, it's a type of kale, I guess. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not a circle hook. Right. Um, that that eighty five pounder, that thing sucker right in the corner, and he wasn't going nowhere. I guarantee. I guarantee. Guarantee it. Huh? I guarantee it. Hey, look. I ha- I got a buddy on here. Um, he's not in. The, he doesn't. He doesn't come on the fishing channels. Uh, Chris Cruz of Louisiana Outdoors. He watches my videos and he accused me. He said, "He said I got you got some Cajun blood in you, brother." So <laughs> I, I, I told him. I told him, "No problem. I'll take it. I like Cajuns. Are some of my favorite people. I, I love. I love the food. I like the music. That Zydeco music, man. Heck yeah. Let's get let's get belly rubbing with Mama with him at Zydeco. <laughs> heck yeah, boy. I'm, ready. I'm, I'm down with that." Young boys catfishing says Dieter Melhorn said he wants to fish against me, and I can use whatever I want as bait, and all he wants to use is chicken. Well, let me get healed up. We get around springtime, I'll get a hold of old Dieter, and we'll get Mark to do a a one-on-one deal for us on a Saturday or whatever day Dieter is available, and we'll do that. I'll go up the lake, and he can go to Wiley or wherever he wants to out there. And I'll catch blues up here, and he can catch whatever he can catch on the damn chicken out there. Uh, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Dieter. 
get get her, get her done, Dieter. I hear you. Look here, says my 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 wife says I don't listen. I think I can I don't know. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> cuts. Oh man, love yeah. old Dieter. I can't wait. We're gonna. I got something to talk about here at the end of the show, but. Uh, my wife just hollered at me. I hear you. It's going to involve people. So, we, you know, I want, to, I want to share some of the love out tonight. But, yeah, I just uh, – numbers of fish, uh, I've seen every, all these videos. I believe about half what I'm watching here on that chicken stuff. So he's going to have to show me some proof here. Now, Dater uh, said no in the same boat, Lyle. Oh, in the same boat? Then he's got to come out here. He's got to come out here. He's got to make the trip. Hey. He's independently wealthy, and I'm not. Well, when you come out here for the tournament, Lyle, that'll be a perfect time. <laughs> we might do that. We might. There you go. If I can get in the boat with Dieter, I don't care if we don't catch any fish. We're gonna have a good time. Oh yeah, guarantee. Oh, we'll have time. Yeah, we, we may have to take Cindy and Grayson with us so somebody can catch fish because me and Dean are probably going to be talking about other stuff that don't have nothing to do with what they're doing. That young Grayson laying some deer down, ain't he? Oh, my. That that boy last night done a bang-up job, all, as all of them kids did with Kevin. Um, but, yeah, Grayson, I've had him on here before. He's a great guest and very knowledgeable young man, but he loves his hunting. And that's awesome, you know. Yeah, Kevin did a great job with that last night with them kids. Yes, he did. And I even I even put a comment up. I don't know if anybody saw it, but I was like, "Kevin's good with them kids." It must be why he's a assistant, assistant principal. Yeah, I could be all the time. So he, yeah. he's good with kids. That, Kevin, yeah. if you're out there hearing me, awesome job on that with them kids, man. You did a awesome job. That was awesome. I like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Show. Hey, you guys, we're running on about an hour. What do you say? Uh, you guys visit a minute. And let me get loaded up here, and let's try to give away a set of Junior Proctor planter boards. Awesome. Yes, all right. Yeah, Mike, the kids are our future. You know, me and I was talking about it when we had Dinks on here the other week, and, you know, that could be the future Catfish Weekly, the future the future of the Catfish Conference. Uh, yeah. And the more that they get treated <clears throat> right, showed the right ways, catfish conservation and stuff, then, you know, when we're buried in the dirt, at least we'll know that this sport will be right going right on. Yep, absolutely. Well, I used to take my grandson now. When he was like four or five years old, I took him out in a little local lake, and, and we dropped, I dropped a double double uh, uh, crappie jigs down. And I tell you what, we had a dang string or a crappie about four feet long. And that boy has been hooked ever since now. I mean, he's he's like 22 now, I think. And I'm telling on myself. But yeah. He yeah. He, uh, man, I remember that boy. He, he, I used to take him crappie fishing all the time. And I used to crappie fish a lot. And cause I, I love to eat some crappie now. Now, do you have white perch up there in your waters? Yes, there are white perch. Yes, sir. See, we get them down here so thick. We take you in some beaky rigs and you catch them five, six, seven at a time. I've tried that out on the chick. I've, I got some sabiki rigs and put a little piece of, uh, piece of worm on, on all the hooks, dropped it down, but never. I know they're out there, though. I've caught them on beetle spins before. Well, if you ever catch one, cut the belly meat out of it and put that belly meat on them hooks. Okay, okay. They're, they're carnivores. They'll eat yourselves. Okay. 
I've got them all loaded up. Mike, give me a number between one and five, and that's how many times we'll randomize this choice, and then we'll pick a winner. Well, Lyle, as many times I've seen you doing this, I know how much you like number one, but I'm going to say two. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) One and two. And the winner is Ryan Bortz Blue Collar Fishing. All right, Ryan. Congratulations. Congratulations. If you get a hold of Junior Proctor on, on Facebook or Messenger and tell him you was the winner on Catfish Weekly, he'll get you out a pair of them Blue Dog custom planer boards. And I'm telling you, they are awesome. Jump out to the side of your boat. You're going to love them. They, they work amazingly well. And Junior is doing wonderful things for the sport of catfishing, and he makes some great videos. So if you haven't checked out his video, go take a look at them. You'll like them. They're a lot. Yeah, of- Junior, I'm sorry I ain't visiting in a while. I'm gonna be out there. I'm gonna be to see you on YouTube there. I, I apologize, buddy, for not coming more often. Uh, he's been catching some great fish too. So, yeah, I love watching him and his grandson out there. That's yeah. just. Let me see if I can help Dieter out here if he's still in here. There we go. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saving that for Dieter. I didn't, wasn't sure when I was going to spring it on him, but there you go. There you go. I've been saving it. So here, chicky, 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 chicky. That's right. <laughs> oh. well, you know what? Mike, we've had a blast with you on here, but but we have a blast on here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, uh, it doesn't matter if it's you or if it's Kevin or if it's That's Dieter. Right. That's right. Who it is, we're going to have a good time. Now, Dieter and us, I've actually had a wonderful time night, but Dieter's made me laugh so hard at times that my side hurt. Well, Dieter's a funny dude now. Ain't no doubt about it. You know, and <laughs> we've, had a, we've had a blast, but... Uh, you know, people have to understand that it doesn't matter if it's James Dockery and my little image of him, or if it's Dieter and Kevin and me making fun of their chicken. Yeah. We're here to have fun. Oh, we're, have a good time. we're trying to entertain the people that watch the show, and we hope that everybody is entertained because, you know, we can just go out and catch fish and stay online for two or three hours. But if we can give you an hour of good quality content where everybody seems to be enjoying what we do, that's what we'll want to do. Absolutely. I'm with you 100%. Because if, if you start taking it serious like a job, you might as well find another hobby. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. I try, to, after I try to take myself serious. That's one of the secrets to YouTube, you YouTubers. Don't take yourself too serious. Which which brings up the other point that I was going to talk about before, while we're still going. Next week, let me get it pulled up here on Catfish Weekly. We got the Kayak Catfisherman. Oh, yeah, I like him. So you guys want to tune in to see that. And then the last show of the year, let me get it pulled up here to make sure I'm right about this. Ah, dang it, I X'd out of it. you talking about... Now, Lyle, you said the kayak catfisherman. The one we having is Jesse O'Neill, right? Uh, for That's the what we had lined up. What I'm thinking of is out there out of Tennessee. No, it's not that guy. It's Jesse no. O'Neill who we're having. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, this guy is Jesse O'Neill. He's down. He's in the Carolinas. Oh, I don't, uh, know, that, I don't know that fellow, I don't think. 
uh, he don't do, I, he might have a YouTube channel. He does, but he don't do a whole lot on there. But he does, he posts up a lot of the stuff on Facebook. He fishes a lot with Flint Hill catfishing. Right. That's the guy. That's his yeah. buddy. And yeah. uh, he puts some pigs in that daggum kayak. His oh. biggest one's 82 or 83 oh, pounds oh. on a kayak. It's just giants. They're going to tow you around on a daggum kayak. That's right. <laughs> We we been, yeah, we got a guy that that contacted me here a while back about doing a show about how people get started doing YouTube, whether they do shows, make videos, this or that, and he was he was so sincere about it that I decided that would be a great end of the year show to to knock off 2020 as bad as 2020 has oh, been for nearly everybody we're going to try to take it out with a bang so that's the show that we're going to do on December the 28th how to get started on YouTube and and there's a couple of people that I'm waiting on confirmation for but as it stands right now we have Jeff Manning Jonathan Busick with Hook Catfish Mr. Dieter Melhorn himself. Oh, no. Yes, sir. Stu with Coon Creek Outdoors. Now, a lot of you may not know Stu. He's got like 70,000 subscribers. Wow. He does a lot of stuff other than just catfishing, but in the summertime, he catches big catfish. He made a custom boat, uh, takes it down on the Mississippi River and all over the place. He catches a bunch of crappie and stuff. These are all quality people from big-name channels that have been very successful, and we're working on a couple more. But these guys, if you're interested in doing and learning how to correctly start a YouTube channel or at least do one, uh, you're going to get some ideas from people that are very successful. And, of course, James and I are going to be here to – to uh to do this too so i think that yeah coon creek is awesome mark he really is i think this is going to be a great show and um i think that you're going to want to see this but uh james you can tell him about the guy from next week because he's he's uh 80 pound catfish in a kayak holy crap i can't imagine yeah i can't either i can't get I any, get he in told me he had to he had to actually get work it and get it over to the bank. He was that was fish was just too big to try to yeah, pull up a kayak yeah, with him. Yeah, he flipped the kayak. Wow. But, uh, he is gonna do like we we I talked with him and he's gonna work up and probably do about a 30 minute basically a seminar for us. <clears throat> and then do some good questions and answers and stuff like that. But he's gonna go over a lot of the safety stuff that he he makes sure that is taken care of before he ever puts that kayak in the water. Well, now so, I like to watch it, but you ain't going to catch my butt in no kayak. No, me either. I see Sonny yeah. Parker left me a message that we do need to do a show on boat safety. That is correct. And, Sonny, yes. let's figure something out, and you and me and James can do one of them. When you feel like doing it, make you some notes, get with me. We'll set up a date. You're off work for a little while. be a perfect time to do that. And – uh and, uh, you know, this uh, that's something you and I have talked about two or three times. So I, I'd like for you to help us with that show, Sonny, if you don't mind. Yeah. And I mean, especially now, wintertime, guys, I mean, that cold water is very unforgiving. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just remember, what was it, last year or year before we done that show where a gentleman had fell out of his boat uh, casting an anchor out uh, and got wet, and they almost he almost got underneath the barge. Uh, oh, that was last year. Yeah, the guys got him out before he did get to that barge and, and saved him. So, um, we, you know, things happen. Things happen. So you know, be careful while you're out there. Just like yeah, that. Right, Junior Proctor, no fat man in a kayak. Happen quick. <laughs> you, say, you don't find this fat boy in no damn gum no, kayak. <laughs> hey, but Flint Hill ain't no little boy. He's a big guy. Yeah, He's a big old boy. I, I just can't. I just can't. Man. Well, you know, anyway. Yeah. Brian's yeah. a great guy. He does wonderful videos, too. So. Uh, yeah, he likes that kayak. Me, not so much. I, I don't like canoes either. So, but I think that was probably really, if you think about it, guys, that's probably one of the most stealthy way to go after fish. No doubt, no doubt. But every time I got in a canoe, I turned one over. I can't see where that kind of kayak being different. <laughs> and I'm tired of turning them over. I'm not going to do it. Well, James, James, I remember when Big Nasty got his kayak, but he didn't see yes. it too. He wasn't. He didn't get in there too long before he bought him a real boat. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Or regular. Yeah, I, I don't want to offend you, kayakers. I'm in the <laughs> yeah. regular boat. <laughs> JP3 says a kayak with training floats so it won't turn over. I don't know that they make enough of them. Yeah, oh, they. Yeah. Uh, Big Nasty actually had had a set on his when he first got it. He bought a set to go on there. But Jeff's right at seven foot tall, and he's yeah, as broad as I am. And, yeah, he's I mean, huge. Yeah. He's a good old boy. I love, I love well, I Jeff. He, death, man. The videos he put out when he was learning how to use it. He was up in that seat, boy. He was, he was having a heck of a time, boy. Who? Mike, I've had a blast on here tonight. I knew it would be fun. I look yeah, forward too. to the gumbo video. Oh yeah, I got, I got to edit that as soon as we get off of here. Mike, tell everybody where they can check you out at on Facebook and YouTube. Uh. Fishing cooking with Mike Chavez on where, where are we at YouTube. Here we are, and I got uh, same thing on uh, on uh, Facebook. I'm on there, but you can look me up, Michael Chavez. I'm right there. I'm you know welcome. Come see me, visit me, watch me, watch these fellas over here. Where am I? Where am I? At? All them people on the chat. Thank you everybody for coming. I, I seen old uh, Miss Becca. Hi, Miss Becca. She was my first super chat. I only went live one time, and Miss Becca gave me a super chat. Thank you very much. Becca is awesome. She's a, another person yeah. that supports all these channels. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. it so very much. Yeah. Uh, Question for you, Mike, before we get out of here. Okay. How long have you been doing the YouTube video stuff? Oh, Lord. I've been, I, I first opened my account in 2011, but I didn't really start putting uh, videos out seriously until about three, four years ago. And I mean, I haven't, didn't really get serious, but uh, I've been putting videos out seriously for about three years. Okay. But I, I first opened my account in 2011 because I wanted to, I wanted to say hi to Steve Douglas. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I started watching Steve's videos and man, I was like, uh, changed my world. Well, that first 52 pounds changed your world, didn't it? What's that? That first fifty-two pounder is what changed your world, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that changed my world in other ways. I mean, but I had one never got there if it wasn't for Steve, though. So he uh, he inspired me for sure. If I ever, if anybody ever asked me who my catfish inspiration was, it had to be Steve Douglas. I'm sorry. I got all monster rod holders, and I bought me a monster net, and uh, 
And other than that, big cat fever, baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Page is a man, too. So anyway, yeah, I've had a great time. Thanks, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Everybody, thanks for coming. Lyle, appreciate it. James, hopefully I'll be able to get up to get down there uh, in April. We'll see how what's going on. Well, we okay. so we're going to plan on being out there, Mike. We can't thank you enough for being a part of Catfish Weekly tonight. We want to make thank you, Mark. We appreciate it. Uh, well, we don't. We're not going to wait so long to have you back on here until next time. No. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm. I'm here. I mean, I, I ain't doing nothing else, can you? Come on. Yep. You just. Uh, I know there's certain times of the year that you work scheduled prevention. Oh, it, it varies. It varies. Right now, we're in tra- yeah. right now we're in a training cycle, but uh, we'll be on the ship probably this time next year. We'll probably be getting it. Yeah. Well, we sure appreciate you spending some time with us, and we'll get you back on here and do it again. Be sure to check out the, the other shows. We got uh, uh, Muskrat tomorrow night, Patriot James on Wednesday. Who's on Thursday? Oh, yeah, it's Chad and Dockery. <laughs> <laughs> the, the two guys that, that's, that make me laugh the hardest uh, Friday night is um, Mark. With yeah, Captain Mark. Uh, yeah. Saturday is uh, Norm and um, Catfish Head Hunters. Dan. And then Sunday is uh, Sunday Palmetto. Palmetto's. Now, wait a minute. This week, uh, I think Kevin's still in here. I think that this is this the week that Kevin does his uh, award show? Golden Whiskers on Saturday. Thank you, Kevin. I thought yeah. it was. So we want to make sure. Uh, yeah, Angry Cats Fishing, that's right. Uh, we want to make sure to tune in for the uh, the awards, Golden, Golden Whiskers Award Show on Saturday. Kevin's put a lot of time and work into this. and uh, He said not this week. <clears throat> not this week, next week. Hey, I'm going to be on that show too. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Kevin invited me to come there too. That's awesome. So, still planning on a trip to Wisconsin. Yes, sir, we are. We're going to be up there in, in May. So, uh, uh, we have a. Uh, yes, Dieter, you need a tux. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me see if I can figure out the. Oh, Kevin just said this week. In the chat. Okay. Okay. Well, he said not this week. Now he's saying it is this week. Okay. I thought it was this week. Somebody make my mind up for me. Yeah, there you go. But I yeah, thought this, this Saturday night. Golden this Saturday. But uh, Mendota and Cherokee Lakes, we have a Facebook page up about that. And we're going to be up there. I believe it's the third week of May. Uh, you have to go over and make sure Mark, Mark might be able to do this. But uh, – uh, the 19th. Yeah, that's correct. It's this Saturday night. Thank you, Dieter. Right. Um, but yeah, we're going to have, a, we're going to be on there, uh, help them with awards and stuff and going to have a great time. So uh, I'm excited about that. There was a lot of quality people and quality channels that was nominated for awards. I'm, I'm very pleased uh, at how that turned out. Kevin really worked hard to put this thing together. So um uh, Please tune in and show some support. Any Anything that has this much time and effort into it needs to be supported. This is something that could go on for years to come. I hope it does because we got a lot of young people coming up with channels and stuff like Dinks and many others yep. that will be receiving these awards in the future. So uh, 
let's let's help support this and make it a big deal. And one last thing, Mike Chavez. Yes, thank you for your service, my friend. Yes, it means the world to us. Absolutely. United States Navy, not retired. I just got on out of there, but thank you very much, James. I appreciate that. Absolutely. That's that's uh that's the most important thing been said all night. Uh, for you and all your brothers in, in all forms of military, they're they're what make it possible for all of us to sit here and shoot the crap and, and have a good time and be able to go fishing when we want to. If it wasn't wasn't for our military, would none of us be able to do this? So thank you so much. America. America. That's right. You got it. God bless it. Thanks everybody for God watching. Absolutely. Absolutely. We will be here next Monday night. Be sure to watch Patriot James on Wednesday. See you then. Thank you, y'all.